Welcome to the Live Treasure Podcast, brought to you by Treasured Ministries, where every week we coach you with steps of faith you can take today to change your tomorrow. And now, on to today's show. Hey there, and welcome to the Live Treasured Podcast. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and I'm so glad that you are here. This is the week that we celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to just open up by saying a prayer for you, for your family, um, as we enter into this season uh, where we remember the gift uh, that God has given us. Heavenly Father, I thank you that when Jesus was born, it was as if your hand was reaching out of heaven, down to earth, to take away our pain. May we remember that eternal life is ours, that freedom from shame is ours, and so is peace. Father, I pray that in these hurried moments of Christmas, that we would pause at least once every day from the hustle to pull in to hear your voice. And in doing so, would you nourish our hearts with truths that only we need to hear. I pray, Father, for everyone's family. I pray, Father, health, healing, and most of all, that there would be an abundance of your perfect love that passes all understanding. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up today. Today is our last a part of our Christmas series called Waiting on Wonderful. And if you're interested in listening to um, the first three inside of this series, just subscribe to the Live Treasured podcast. Um, and when you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, it really helps us um, to expand our reach. So not only is it benefit to you because then you get notified when we upload new podcasts, but it helps other women to to find us, not only subscribing, but leaving a review and a rating. And I know this is a busy time of year, but that would be a huge blessing to, to our ministry um, if you would take the time to do that. I would be so, so appreciated. That Hey, that could be like a Christmas present to me. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and um, and dive into our mess today. I'm anxious to talk to you about um, peace in reference to waiting for wonderful. Um, have you ever thought about this? You know, we talk about peace a lot when we are referencing the Christmas story. And part of that comes from the fact that one of the main prophecies in Isaiah, in chapter 9, talks about the fact that Jesus is our Prince of Peace. In Isaiah 9, chapter 6, it says, For unto us a child is born, a son is given, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of 
peace. And then it says his government and his peace will never end. And he will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor, David, for all of eternity. Um, And so that's a prophecy about Christmas. And so we sing about peace a lot. One of the things that I loved as a child was going to church and and singing the Christmas hymns. And um, and we, we would sing, you know, about peace a lot. Um, in inside of those hymns, you would hear that referenced a lot. And then in Luke 2.14, we see when the, the uh, angels come, um, they say, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And so here we see that there's a correlation between the presence of the Lord Jesus and this idea of peace. And as much as I loved those hymns growing up, the other thing that would be kind of confusing to me was that, well, if Jesus is the Prince of Peace, then why is there still war? Why is there still conflict? Why is there still um, so much brokenness inside of this world? And why are we singing about peace. And from first glance in, you could look into that and think, well, is this prophecy right? And, you know, if God said there was going to be peace, why isn't there peace in inside of this world? And that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about um, what God's peace really means. And how you can access that. And I want to talk to you about this concept of shalom. I have always heard about shalom. I learned more about it this summer. And it was a huge um, game changer for me. You know, oftentimes we think of peace as a lack of conflict. And from that definition... Certainly, we would say, well, if he's the Prince of Peace, something's not right here, right? Because there's still wars going on. I mean, I've got a war going on in my family. I don't have peace right now. There's chaos in my life. So, like, where where is this peace? But see, the peace that God is promising us is not external, It's not in our circumstances. And in fact, a lot of anxiety, or I should speak for myself, (laughs) a lot of the anxiety caused in my life was because I was trying to gain peace from things outside of me, not from an eternal um, place. And so when it was external, when it was outside of me, I was trying to find my peace in things that I really had no control over. But the peace that God wants to give us is shalom. Now, shalom is a word that means wholeness. It means peace. It means wholeness and peace from God. In other words, God is the source of shalom. God is the source of 
peace. And so peace is not something that happens when all of our circumstances are are working out great. Uh, Peace is something that you and I can access every single minute of, of every single day by pressing into the presence of God. And, you know, inside of the Bible, like uh, let's take, for example, um, in Numbers chapter 6, there's the, the priestly blessing, and um, we all know that wonderful worship uh, song that came out. It was around the time of COVID, I believe, but it was called The Blessing, and it, it took those scriptures in Numbers Um, You know, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. And there we see that word peace again, uh, which is shalom, and this idea of shalom. But when, when that priestly blessing was spoken over the Israelites, they were getting ready to head into the promised land. And what was inside the promised land? Battles giants they had to face. And so for us to assume that God is not here with us and that peace is not available because, you know, there's chaos inside of our life is just not biblically correct. And I think for a long time, I was worried about fixing everybody around me and trying to gain peace that way. And that made everything worse, right? Because I was trying to control and fix and and do um, what I really had no control over. Instead of focusing on pulling into the presence of God and giving into the Holy Spirit. And so peace is something that only comes Uh, from God. And this concept of shalom is really, really important. Um, You know, even today, if if you go to Jerusalem, and uh, I know that Jewish people still say this phrase today, um, definitely uh, Messianic Jews say this, but on Friday, um, when the sun is setting, um, and, you know, uh, the Sabbath rest is coming up on Saturday, There's a phrase that says Shabbat Shalom. And what that means is stop peace. Um, The Sabbath or Shabbat um, means to cease working. And so essentially what that says is stop to experience peace. Shabbat Shalom. And for those of us who, you know, set out in life to work for that peace that we never had growing up or work for, you know, just creating this life of security that you craved, for us to stop and to wait on God to give it to us, It is a paradigm shift, but it's one, it is one worth, uh, worth embracing 
because when you look at the scriptures, when Jesus was here in his earthly ministry, a lot of times he healed on the Sabbath. In other words, it was when people stopped their labors and rested that they found peace. And so peace is not found anymore in making sure that everybody's happy. It's not found anymore in making sure my circumstances all line up. It is found in pausing from the hustle to pull away into the presence of God. And one thing that God will do for us, if we're not Shabbating, if we're not stopping, right, to pull into his presence, um, is that God will carve out rest for us. Have you ever had that happen to you? I mean, you may be going uh, through something like this now, um, and this is something that I taught on in that Bible study that I just released in the fall called Godfidence, which is a treasure tri Bible study, but that sometimes God prepares a fast for us in life to prepare us to feast on his fierce devotion. Now, back in biblical times, right, they had one day a week where everybody would stop working and they would pull into the presence of God. And, you know, when everybody is doing that, it's a lot easier to do right? You and I live in the culture of crazy. And so pausing to stop and pull back in God's presence, that is countercultural, is it not? It is countercultural. And so you and I have to be so intentional about doing it. But, but what I want to toss out to you is that sometimes God will make us rest. He will orchestrate circumstances inside of our life because he wants us to stop working and striving for peace in our life. It's something that he wants us to um, receive. I wonder if anybody listening today is experiencing some kind of God-ordained fast in your life where you are stopping something. Now, there's all kinds of fasts that, that we can go on and we can choose to go on a fast. I mean, essentially, you know, resting, you know, the, the Sabbath was fasting, stopping from work one day a week. Um, you know, God could call you to go on you know, I don't know, like one year he told me not to buy any new clothes. I know it was, I was like, God, are you sure? I had to pray about that for a while. But anyway, so I did that for a year and that was God calling me to do that. And then I chose to do that, right? And there is blessing from that. But I'm talking about when you have a circumstance in your life that is kind of like ripped the legs out from underneath you. And you have no choice but to fast from something or someone. Maybe somebody has, you know, 
walked out of your life and you're like, oh my goodness, and you find yourself alone, perhaps there's a great blessing coming your way because God is ordaining a fast just for you. Have you ever had, um, you know, it could be activity in your life that, that has been stopped. You were involved in something and then this something no longer exists and you sort of feel like lost, like you don't have purpose. Maybe God is ordaining a fast just for you. Maybe you find yourself in a situation where you feel alone. You feel out of place and you've set out and you've, maybe you're in a new town and you've tried to make new friends and things just aren't clicking. And maybe it is that God is ordaining a fast just for you because he wants you to experience his fierce devotion, the peace that can only come from pulling into his presence. In Deuteronomy 8.3, it says this about the wilderness. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Now, what I want you to see about that verse is it says... He let them go hungry. Why? So that they could experience God feeding them. His provision. And sometimes God will throw us a curveball, right? Like not a fast that we choose to go on, like I'm going to rest today or whatever, but he makes us lie down, right? Like it could be that you've gotten sick or whatever, you know, and you're like, this is the worst timing. I've got so much to do. And I wonder if God is ordaining a fast just for you. Could it perhaps be that God is getting ready to show you his fierce devotion because he's ordained a fast because he wants to prepare your heart to feast on him. See, it's when we find ourselves in these circumstances, like uh, like if you have people that are attacking you right now, and there's nothing that you can do to defend yourself. What if God wants you to rest so that he can be the one that defends you? What if you're experiencing loneliness right now? You know, without being lonely and having that situation where we can press into the Lord, what if God wants to bring you deeper into a relationship with him? Maybe it's finances for you. Perhaps it is that God wants to show you how he can provide for you. You know, we can experience inside of our life this stripping sometimes that we have no control over. And the enemy 
loves to use it again to tell us God is holding out on you. You know, where is your God? But like we've been talking about in this podcast series, in the waiting, that's when God is doing wonderful and waiting for God to provide for us is worth it. And the whole concept of shalom is that it's a peace that you and I don't have to work for. We can receive it from God. And you know what? It doesn't matter if your life is falling down around you. There is nothing like hearing God speak to you. There's nothing like pulling away in the word. You know, when when Jesus talked to women inside of the Gospels, when he, he would just speak a word to them, a sentence to them, and their lives changed. They could see themselves differently. They saw God differently, and they began to live differently. And I am passionate with a capital P for every woman to know that confidence that can come from the presence of God. And we live inside of this information world where we've got information coming at us all all different ways. We can listen to all sorts of podcasts, but I want to ask you, do you know how to hear from God for yourself. You know, one of the things that we do at Treasured Ministries is uh, we have something called the Nourish Method, which is a Bible study method. It's a um, daily approach, um, a grace-based approach that, that we use to teach women how to dive into the Bible to discern God's Um, word for themselves. And um, one of the things that we're going to do in the new year, I have something called the 21 day challenge, and it walks you through that nourish method and teaches you how to do it step by step. And when you join the treasure tribe, it's always available. But in the new year, I like to walk through because the new year is a big time, like where people, they're ready to start off on a new foot, you know, that Christmas is over, okay, I'm ready to get into a a new routine. I can't think of a more life-changing routine for you to get into than, than that daily time in God's Word. And if you're interested in not only doing the 21 Day Challenge, but doing it alongside with me, I want to invite you to go to treasuredtribe.com and sign up for the Treasured Tribe. And then We'll be sending you emails about that, um, about when we're going to get started together. But, you know, you don't want to miss out on this gift in your life. I cannot tell you um, the confidence and the freedom that can come from God dependency. Literally, the key to not walking in codependency is God dependency. And a big part of that is being able to discern his voice and to follow it. And if you are in a season in life right now where something has stopped in your life, activity, a relationship, 
um, whatever it may be, maybe you've gotten sick and you are like, I am on the couch. I'm sick. Maybe it is that God has you there in a time of waiting because he wants you to experience shalom inside of those times. It's easy to listen to the enemy, to give breath to him, and to say, you know what, where is God? What is going on? Just like the Israelites inside of the wilderness, um, when they got hungry, they fussed and complained to Moses about being hungry, and then they would, you know, run out of water, or the water would be bitter, and they would be thirsty, and then they would fuss and complain again, so much so that they even longed um, for Egypt. And in similar fashion, when God is doing a work in our life, he loves us so much that sometimes he says, I'm going to make you rest so that you can experience shalom, peace from me. And if you're interested in um, learning more about the Nourish Method, um, I hope that you will come and, and join me. We have a blast in the tribe. We get together once a week and um, hop on a Zoom call together, and it's so much fun. I hope that you'll join us. But, you know, the reality is you don't even have to join the Treasure Tribe to do it. God is always there. It is us coming to Him through prayer, through spending time in the Word. And that is where the peace is. And that is something that no person, no circumstance can ever take from you. So whatever you're facing today, remember that shalom, that peace is always available to you. So that wraps up our podcast today. And hey, I want to thank you so much for your encouragement. We've received recently um, several emails from women on this series, and I just appreciate your encouragement. And hey, we've got our new year right around the corner. And to get us started in the right direction, I've got Dr. Allison Cook with me on the Live Treasure podcast, the author of The Best You. You don't want to miss this episode. It's going to be wonderful. It's such a great book. I can't wait to introduce her to you. Hey, I pray blessings over you and your family this Christmas, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.